Hey friends, it's Sarah and Zach here with a special announcement. A live show happening soon? That's right, folks. You heard it here first. Come on out June 19th. We're doing a free live show at Empirical Brewing in Ravenswood. It's a special Father's Day themed episode with your favorite guest host, Dylan Danger Daniels. Check out the link in the description of this episode to RSVP and Secure Spot, as well as 15% off your bar tab. And most importantly, free your dad! All right, enough of the hoopla. Let's get into the episode. Drinking this album. Listen to the booze. I think it would pair well. If only for you. Because it's album approved. Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm going to try not to have my... um the Velcro from my wrist brace in the background of this the whole time. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Album Rebrews, the stickiest music podcast. I'm a spoiled little brat, and I get what I want. My name is Sarah. Hey, guys. I'm your favorite sidekick, and my name's Zach. <laughs> it's the new wave of the future, and I'm Ethan. Yay! Yay! That was really good. Was, we pulled that one off, yeah. That was amazing. We are so stoked to have Ethan in from the band Splits. Tell us a little bit about that band, Ethan. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, my band is called Splits. We have um, two EPs up, uh, and we make like alt-rock, kind of pop-punk music. Um, you know, your guitar, bass, drums, okay. playing shows. We just recorded a single. It will come out uh, in the summer at some point. Hopefully. Song of the the Summer. You know what? That's so funny that you say that. Yeah. Because the working title is Song of the Summer. (gasps) Holy shit. No. I mean, not the real title, but like the title, (laughs) the working title for us. It really is the Song of the Summer. That's so funny. Very cool. Very cool. And you're the first drummer we've had on. That's very cool. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned that. How long have you been drumming? Uh, Been drumming for 12 years. I got my first drum kit in 2010 in high school. Uh, Been in a few different bands and I love it. It's a great instrument. It's how you let your anger out. Yeah, you do Without have hurting to, people. You can play it angrily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite drum in the kit? I like that question. Probably, well, the hi hat, not a drum, sure. but piece of the kit. Yeah. Because it, it challenges me so much. That's my hard, that's like the hardest thing. I always my feel hi-hat. like Good. I can tell who the drummer is by their hi hat sound. Do you oh, feel yeah? that? How so? Like John Bonham's hi hat sounds way different than, say, um, Will Ferrell from the Wood Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right? Will Ferrell, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like his hi hat yeah. is like always in motion. Like you can mm-hmm. feel it every every measure. You can feel it going somewhere. Yeah. Well, there's We're, just so much variability with that. Yeah. Like you could keep it close, keep it far. You know, like. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a good it's a good part of the kick. That was the that was actually the only correct answer Sarah Holy has shit. written down. Do I get um, Yeah, <laughs> on my note card in my packet. Um so you aced it and that means if you want, you can have another vodka Red Bull later. That's I'll yeah. take I'll take it. <laughs> Isn't that our prizes for the show now? It's just you can get a refill. No, you you can get a vodka Red Bull. (laughs) We should have like a tap installed in either of our apartments. That would be huge. Bring it out in a chalice. I'm enjoying this vodka Red Bull. I gotta say, I'm having a great time with it. It's a solid drink. (laughs) I don't. Um, I got no problem with it. Yeah. Um. Let's uh, introduce the album real fast that we are pairing with this delicious vodka Red Bull, and then I have a game. Amazing. Yeah. Who wants, who wants to introduce the album? Uh, I think you should 
Take it away. Who are yeah. we talking about this week? Okay, we're talking about an artist called Underscores, and I've been obsessed with Underscores for some time now. Uh, it's just one person, and I don't know their pronouns, so I'm going to say they on this podcast. Um, but they're super fucking talented, and they put out this full length called Fishmonger, which is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, it's like hyper pop, I suppose, but it's like all it's over so the place. Much more. It's all it's over the place. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things. Um, but it's just the production is amazing, and the vocals and the melodies are so hooky, and the the rhythms are just incredible. I just I can't get enough of this album. Yeah, every beat is like a little hit of dopamine. Mm-hmm. Some songs you got to wait the whole time to get that hit of dopamine, but this this person has uh, has just put it in every measure, which is yeah. really nice. When I was like, do, <laughs> I have two thoughts. My first thought is I was like trying to research this album and like you can tell, well, I, w- I don't want to say this project is still in like its infancy because they've put out so much music. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the first like headlines of an article written about this project called it, quote, producer porn. Yeah, I read that's that. That's great. And I was like, that's amazing. Um, I think that's accurate. For those who don't know, we're not talking about porn with producers. No, 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 <laughs> this no, no. Is no. a la food porn where something looks so nice, like the food looks so nice. Well said, yeah. It's, a la food porn. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, we'll leave the rest up to the imagination. <laughs> it's, it's, so do you know what they're talking about there with the producer porns here? Just that it would make a producer horny. Easy, easy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming they're talking about the digital audio workspace. They are talking a lot about their Able sessions, which I imagine are like these huge, vast sessions, <laughs> which is like tracks on tracks and tracks, all delicate, delicately crafted together. You know, I saw. I don't know if you saw any of their YouTube stuff, but um, there was a video I found on Underscore's YouTube that was like. Um, what was the title? It, it was a really good. It was like speed run. It was like yes. one of their EPs, speed run. Uh, like <laughs> what? Is, what is, I don't know the terminology for that, but like yeah, I forget speed which run track terminology. It was. And it was yeah. like they did a whole like EP um, and walked through it, or maybe album. No EP, whatever. And they walked through it on Ableton and like made it. Like talked about every layer like themselves. It's amazing. I want to watch this. Like, we yeah. have to share it. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> and then and just like their face in the corner, like they're, they're they're talking through the whole thing. It's amazing. It really is a different art. Mm-hmm. It's like it's an art piece oh, yeah. of its own. Mm-hmm. Like like someone like crafts a whole painting, but they've just crafted this DAW session in Ableton. It's oh, like yeah. a collage. Yeah. So sick. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. It feels. It is like a different art form than like instrumental stuff i think you know like i yeah i mean not that it's better or worse just like it's like a different landscape Mm -hmm. to make something with your computer yeah it's got to be a whole nother skill set because like Mm -hmm. you probably know as a drummer you've probably put on a metronome and like done a paradiddle for an hour straight right sure (laughs) (laughs) um which is like discipline and skill and like commitment uh to the art form but but this one there's it's just all imagination, right? Mm-hmm. That's, oh, there's no limits. Yeah, yeah. you're not limited by um, like your own <laughs> like physical capabilities, which sure. I, which I love about this yeah. genre. Like you can I do thought about that too. Yeah, you're you right. Can, yeah. like even with the all the pitch shifting and stuff, like that's so cool to me. And like you can't do that without the help of your DAW and your computer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like just like you can make as fast of a like that part. And we'll get to it and spoil little Brett where it's like 
just like a glitchy like yeah that's like like how do you do that without it's it's a sound that could not have existed before the advent of a computer yeah which i think is neat yeah Mm -hmm. it's so fucking sick this is like through and through like when i was looking at like lyrics and everything like this very much feels like an album by someone who was raised on the internet oh yeah and like raised with the internet like this person uh, I think their first name is Devin, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. They're like 21. Mm-hmm. Like, they're my younger sister's age. Yeah. And person. there are like Tumblr references and talking about like, give me the ox and like just all these little <laughs> yeah. Gen Z like colloquialisms that I'm like, oh my God. Like, I feel like I'm listening to an album made by like one of my sister's friends, which yeah. was really cool. But also like, also by someone who's so smart and talented. Oh my God. And, and I... And I saw underscores like a weekend or two ago, and I just can I talk? Is this a good time to talk about yes. that? Was yes, just, it was such it, an amazing. Yeah. Um, I fell in love like even harder with this artist. Oh my god! Because like it's it just brought it to a whole new level because they're like so like sure of themselves on stage and confident and like fucking own that they only went up there. It's yeah. just one person mm-hmm. and they own the stage and just like like the own the room and just like everything about their energy was so captivating and oh, uh nice. and i already loved it so going in and having that experience it was just it was amazing um was sick. but like also live i, I want to point out too because this was so cool they had like two different mics on stage one was like pitch shifted low and one was pitch shifted high so they could do all the different parts to oh my God. Like switch off mics and stuff mm, and it was so cool <laughs> i did not expect that it was so cool yeah it was so cool <laughs> And the pits were crazy. Like, I didn't know how the audience would be, but it was, like, you know, pit-friendly, which I love. I I love a pit at a show. I was doing a car listen with this album, which Mm -hmm. I usually do. I usually do a couple listens to the album. Uh, And this pairs very well, a la car speakers. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was thinking about, like, is this a club? Like, could I, like, would they bang this in a club? Or, like, live, I bet was, oh, man. So just some of the tones he gets on the low end, I bet was so awesome. Absolutely. Oh, my God. So no live instruments, all just just that one person. Yeah, wow. No live instruments. It was just their laptop, two mics, and then I or was I don't know. There was there maybe a synth. There might have been like okay. There might have been something. I don't. I, don't I think I again. I was like doing my research and perusing like the depths of Reddit because mm-hmm. they there is a tiny little subreddit. It's like well, not tiny. We're it's bigger gonna, than anything we're we probably going to post on it when this yeah, comes out. <laughs> it's like eighty people or something. And I saw a video from the Chicago show, and it was just like a laptop and like the two mics and like yeah, like a synth or like a little um, mixing. Oh, oh yeah, dad. Yeah, it had like there was like there was like pads or like yeah. a, oh, okay the pad, drum pads things, and it was oh, all just stellar. on like. Like a fucking fold out like garage sale table. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That's and like so cool. The outfit, just everything about their energy, I'm so obsessed with. Yeah. I, I and I obsess so cool. I obsess hard, like rarely but hard. And this yeah. this artist I'm obsessed with. Um what what was I gonna say too about that? Oh yeah, like there was like some they were doing some um uh, like covers, like like you know, like top forty covers like remixed mm-hmm. um thrown into the set a little bit too. And uh, that was really cool. And there was like, I can't think of which songs they were, but um, like a Kelly Clarkson kind of vibe, oh something God. like that. And they would like remix it and like, like kind of like, you know, club it up a little bit. And yeah. it was so cool. And uh, um, they even, even ma- one of them was like mashed up with one of the tracks, um, Where Did You Fall? 
one of the oh, tracks really? on this album was like mashed up with one of these top 40 hits and that was like one of the songs in the set list it was crazy and that's so cool fucking hype yeah it was a, it was such an amazing i recommend anybody see underscores if they come through your town because i won't miss them what venue again. did they play it it was at shuba's oh nice which is a I great love venue shuba's. yeah great venue. i'm gonna go see a show there next month I feel like Underscores is going to be... I mean, they're already, like, gaining traction. Like, I was nuts. Say. I think they're going to be huge. Oh, I they will be. So get a ticket before it's, yeah. like, $100. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Let's get that in writing. They're going to be <laughs> They're going to be huge. Because you it's heard the, it here. Because you, you can see it. You can see when yeah. someone has yeah. that, and they had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, before they make news... Zach, do we have any news we need to talk about? We do have some news <laughs> nice we transition. need <laughs> to talk about. Um, and, and first, I guys, I want to talk to you guys about that really bad uh, Machine Gun Kelly rendition of Ariel. How do you guys- <laughs> Ariel's by System of a Down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Machine Gun Kelly's <laughs> shitty ass punk album. <laughs> wait, wait. On his new album, there's a System of a Down? It's a live session. Uh, can we pull it up, okay. Sarah? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Could you remind me of the name of the song? Ariel's. Ariel's. I love that song. Ariel's. Oh, it's uh, a beautiful song yeah. by by a, a wonderful, talented band. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> let's just and I don't. I don't are, is anyone here Machine Gun Kelly fans? Can no. I, can I openly shit on him? No, you, you can, can shit do that. On him. I don't know why I don't like him. I've never listened to his music, but I just want to not root for him for some reason. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. Well, he he's also like kind of been in public scrutiny because of his relationship with Megan Fox, right? And just because they're like cringe, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just don't. Yeah, I think Megan Fox is cool, but it's such Aren't a shame. Are they splitsville? Are they splitsville? I don't know. I thought so. <gasps> I would you heard it here, folks. On a, I thought so. Well, I always get so bummed out when a beautiful bisexual woman dates a man who. Looks like who can't a sing aerials in a shower drain, but there was like he kind of gave us that meme where I think she said like you smell like weed, and he was like I am weed. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is nothing, by the way. That's nothing. nothing. That's. <laughs> Should we hear a little bit? Oh god, let's hear a little bit. Let's. I'm gonna skip ahead. Oh Howard Stern. All right. Why? Why is it the way that it is? Why isn't it good, better? No, no, he really, he really bungled this one, and I was gonna, I was gonna try to give the benefit of the <laughs> he, doubt. He takes what uh, was that? He takes was that a demo version of it. He no, that's that live, live acoustic. Uh, oh, it was live. Okay. And he takes all the notes that really, band. the really high ones that hit you really good in the climax. He takes yeah. them all down take the octave. Right down. Let's take yeah. those right down. Oh, God. <laughs> I should also mention, I, so I was like watching the video when the, I was pulled up and he's like holding either like a joint or a cigarette <laughs> during the set and like something about smoking whatever in like a closed studio environment yes. is such a dick move. It's like, it's like hotboxing the blue line. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 
Um, I actually have another piece of news too because I didn't want to leave it just with that. That's a um, sour taste. That, if you yeah. Leave it there. Um, yeah. So I want to talk about Daniel Radcliffe's portrayal of Weird Al Yankovic. I'm so excited about that. The new. Uh, I this is the bi- first I'm hearing <laughs> about this. Oh yeah. Holy shit. Uh, uh, what a casting choice. Oh, I know. The pictures are great. You can find pictures. Uh, we'll post some on the on the Twitter of him as. I haven't seen him as Weird Al. Have you? Have let's, the, yeah, let's pull it up right here. I'm pulling up a picture. It's so good. Ah, he looks like such a little weird ass. Oh my god, that's <laughs> it's, so good. It's, it's really a great casting choice. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, he looks like like Michael Sarah. <laughs> oh my god, like Michael Sarah wearing a poodle. Oh my goodness. Okay, tell me more okay, immediately, it's, please. It's very, it's fantastic. Okay, so. Is this like a biopic that they're doing? So it's a biopic. It's for Roco TV. And Weird Al is helping write it, write the screenplay with them and all. And it doesn't have a release date yet, sadly. Uh, but I have made a game with, with this piece of music booze. Um, where I have found some facts and some not facts about this release. And I'm going right. to make you guys guess what's real and what's not. I'm into it. For someone who like just learned that this exists, I'm really excited to test my knowledge of it. Okay, so some of these things I grabbed straight from the Daniel Radcliffe interview with Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Because um, that's when I wrote this bit. I was just watching Jimmy Fallon, and I was like, <laughs> I should, I need to write a bit about this. And some of them you grabbed from uh, your ass. From my- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight from my noggin. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to Daniel Radcliffe in his interview with Jimmy Fallon, he is also, uh, cast to play Wolverine in the future. And we're supposed to say that's true or false? Yeah. No, that's bullshit. No, Daniel Radcliffe Wolverine? No That would be so, that would be like Tom Holland Wolverine. It is false, but his fan base is like doing that thing where they're like, Or Donald Glover needs to be Spider-Man. If they'd say it enough, it might happen. (laughs) (laughs) So that is sadly false. Damn. Weird Al gave Daniel Radcliffe his own accordion to practice with for his role as Weird Al Yankovic. I would believe it. I could see that. Yeah, Yeah, that's 100% true. He did that. That's an honor. He gave him his own accordion? Mm -hmm. Or like, wait, his his own? Daniel Radcliffe's own? Or like Weird Al's own? Weird Al gave Daniel Radcliffe his own accordion. Weird Al's accordion. Yeah, so he could play it. With, oh, with no true way. essence. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What an honor. What an honor. That's huge. <laughs> I'm a big Weird Al fan, by the way. I, I actually Weird Al was my first concert <gasps> ever. Oh my God. We have an episode on Weird Al. <laughs> do you? We sure do. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I think he's very talented. Absolutely. So cool. Yeah, we we love him so much. He's just so wholesome. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean I love it. Have you seen him on Comedy Bang Bang? Do you watch Comedy? <laughs> no. Oh, he, he's like he was like the uh, you know, the quest love on that show. Or you know, like the what do you call that? Yeah, the accompaniment. Like, the music. Yeah. yeah, I need to watch more County Bang Bang. I yeah. know that sounds really good. Daniel Radcliffe is often confused for Lord of the Rings star Elijah Wood. I would believe that. Um, often. Uh, I would that's say, true. He's like I'll Harry say Potter. S- maybe sometimes, but not often. <laughs> so I'll say no. Uh, it is often, and Daniel <laughs> said in the, on the Tonight Show that he often just lets people believe it. Because what if they don't know who he is, and then yeah. they just lose a bad taste in their mouth? He'd rather let them believe they met Elijah Wood. <laughs> I don't think he looks that much like Elijah Wood. <laughs> no, but he's just like a young person in a fantasy movie from the 2000s. Like a little internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, saw Elijah Wood in Eternal Sunshine the other day. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies ever, but so I just good. rewatched it, and yeah, he's... 
is hateable in that movie. But yes. Daniel Radcliffe is actually distantly related to Weird Al's English family. Mm. No. Is I want to believe it. English? Yankovic? Yankovic. Let's break it down. Yankovic sounds like Brussels. Polish. Brussels. Or, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's totally made up. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a Hawaiian shirt is a huge responsibility, and I don't take that likely, said uh, Daniel Radcliffe in a press interview. <laughs> I would uh, believe that. You think yes? Yeah, that's, that's true. He said that. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, okay. That, that Daniel um, This film will feature Ryan Wilson as Dr. Demento, an American radio broadcaster. Or it's Rain Wilson, I'm sorry. Oh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson. Oh, Rain Wilson as a like a radio broadcaster? Sounds I hope so. Lit. I mean, I would love it. I'll say yeah. yes. Yeah, that's super true, and I'm super excited for it. That no way. Awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> I want to see this so bad. Who's Dr. Demento? Is that a... He is a radio broadcaster... Uh, from I didn't look it up what year probably the nineties or tens something like that. Um, but he specialized kind of in gimmicky songs, oh. so it makes sense why he's in the movie about Weird Al. That's so um, fun. Maybe they had something. We'll have to wait and oh, watch it and see. That's amazing. Rain Wilson, I'm in. I was already in. Rumors speculate a special cameo. Can you guys make any guesses before I tell you who it is? Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it has to be Weird Al himself, right? <laughs> but he would play, like, uh, like Grandma or something. That's exactly what I have written. Uh, <laughs> Is it actually? It's false, but that's exactly what I have written. You bitch! <laughs> <laughs> That is false. But no, Weird Al is actually closely involved in this film. Uh, and Daniel said he, um, he's there every day. And Daniel's pleased to say that he's one of the nicest men. I believe that. Right? I believe that. Thank I you. believe it. Yeah. That's so cute. Thank you guys for playing. Um, what was that segment called? Yeah. yeah. It was part of Music Booze, but I haven't named this one yet. Today in Music Booze, Colin. Radcliffe or Sad? Biopic or Biop? Ickent. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Biop sounds like like a dermatological condition or something. Mm-hmm. We're keeping it. Okay. Biopic or biopicant. <laughs> biopicant is great. It's good to say. I have to like write out the like the chapters to like put in Apple Podcasts, so that's gonna be really fun to spell when I'm like. Oh, doing... you do really? You do chapters? Yeah, we do like little timestamps in case so anyone wants skip to around. skip right oh, no way. to biopic and the... yeah. right or biopic and. And right. then it comes in super handy. We do compilations up ep- compilation episodes like twice a season, so then we know exactly where to go for the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. So that'll be fun. Um, I could use another vodka Red Bull and then we can hop right into the album. Shall we get... Sounds good. Oh, I want to tell the listeners. Yes. Um, we, I don't want to say like Red Bull roulette, but I went to ye olde little grocery store by my apartment and they had some fun and fresh flavors. So our first beverageino was uh, just regular yeah, vodka Red classic. Bull. Classic vodka. Classic, classic Red, Red Bull. Classic Red Bull. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so classic. Um, but there are two more fun flavors, so stay tuned when we come back with something else. From the two-second break. Don't go nowhere. We're back. Uh, and we mixed up our Red Bull, just like this album mixes up uh, genres. Uh, and now we are using a peach... Peach nectarine. Peach nectarine Red Bull flavored, which I did not know existed until ten minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. How do you feel about it, Ethan? 
I'm digging it. It's a different feel, mouth or otherwise, mm-hmm. from the yes. first drink. Uh-huh. Sweeter. Yeah, it almost feels like a real cocktail. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like... I don't think we've talked about mouthfeel yet on the podcast, but as someone who used to work as a barista, like, I'm important. obsessed. Mm-hmm. I love talking. I'm like, mm, it drinks like a tea or whatever. Yeah, I don't bullshit. really know what that means. It is bullshit? Or? No, well, it feels like bullshit when you're saying it, but, like, you can tell. Like how heavy like, uh, is. Yeah, 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 viscous. Yeah. Like how it, like, sits in the mouth mm. and coats the tongue and blah, blah, blah. It's a little oh, yeah. less bubbly and a little more heavy. Yeah, right? and it's clear. Yeah. I can't get over that it's the like, color is vastly different yeah which is which is shocking to me i didn't expect that uh but ethan was making a fantastic point and we were like <laughs> oh my god we need to run and start recording about like how a vodka red bull kind of pairs really perfectly with this album accidentally accidentally well i, I mean yeah it was hyper pop so i thought hyper energy drink yeah red bull vodka red bull was just like a natural alcoholic version yeah and then I realized later that it works on two levels because vodka, like uppers, downers of energy drinks with vodka, uh, you know, it's like the uppers, downers of the album. It's like there's some really aggressive parts of this album and some really low key parts of this album, too, like to the mm. just bird noises. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the whole scale of just bird noises all the way up to like, you know, like crazy fucking glitch, of, mm-hmm, pop, glitch like, pop. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as we're going through this, we should like stamp each song with a like, is this vodka or is this red? (laughs) Yeah. Because I feel like, well, and there are some that are kind of like the cocktail, like they're both the same song. Uh huh. What's this first one? 70% is the the first track. 70%. I would say it's a Red Bull. I would say it's a Red Bull. I really like the vocal quality on this one. And the fact that it doesn't come back at all throughout the album makes me really happy. Which I love. I love that choice to like start with. It's like Black Mirror, the way it starts with the pig fucking episode. And you're like, I'm never watching this show again. Real shock factor. You got yeah. it. You got to stick through it. Um, uh, we can hear some of that at one sixteen if you want to say. I would love nothing more. There's like actual lyrics to this song on Genius.com. They're amazing. Oh my God, the lyrics are so good. And that's the thing. You don't even know what they're saying at all. And then you look at the lyrics and you're like, holy shit. And they're just, and that's what I love is that they're just buried completely, like inaudible on purpose, but they're so good. I love that. It's actually like bars. Yeah. Oh my God. There's some really, I like, I love, yeah, read like. Her parents sent their kid to some asylum out in Malibu, I guess. She can't have nicotine for breakfast like she used to. Like, that's so fucking <laughs> Jesus, good. yeah. Oh, uh, my God. And I, I love that last one. I guess he thought he only cried at funerals, but this time no one's dying. It just seems like everyone around him wants to. Yeah, there's some really... So heavy, and it's just buried. And I... That's, <laughs> like that's what I driving like. driving beat and, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also love... I mean, we're going to see this a bunch on the album, but I love kind of the intersection of, like... These really like riff heavy fucking like pop punk guitars with like this distorted like glitchy vocal style. It's like if Alvaro Levine and Hunter Gax mm-hmm. like had a baby. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's so fun. Ooh, can I give a comparison too? Yes, please. I got a lot of. Or are there you guys Blink fans? Were you Blink fans? Of when course, you were kids. Yeah. Um, their debut album it uses a lot of not a lot like a bare minimum amount of like. 
like some synthy stuff and some weird DAW stuff in like their pop punk album. And at the, and when I was a kid, I remember listening to it. Um, but some of the stuff in this was kind of like reminiscent of that, but like times 10. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and then I was reading an interview and Travis Barker actually produced a song uh, on their latest album. What? Yeah. And I'm like, that makes sense. Travis Barker which, would like this a lot. Which one? <laughs> uh, it is... On the next project, right? Tongue in Cheek on the on the, his earliest on, was produced by Travis Barker. On, That's awesome. Oh, I don't on Boneyard. Um, so I wonder if any of their influence was Blink-182. Yeah, I would. Right? The, the, I punk, would. the punk drums is very Blink-182 esque. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 21. Like, I had a roommate in college who wrote a Blink-182 fan fiction that was I love that. quite literally the length of The Fault in Our Stars. I'll read that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would be surprised if someone who, like, grew up kind of during the same time, like, didn't have Blink-182 as a reference. Or as an inspiration, I should yeah, say. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah. So. I'd be very curious to hear what underscores... Uh, influences are but you, i would love to see their spotify wrapped oh my god yeah <laughs> i bet it's just like you've never heard of any of it yeah. like that's right that's my guess <laughs> i love that first track like like zach said it like it does something that never comes back which is like such a such a just like fuck you move to like <laughs> just like never do that again that whole sound on it's the album. the new wave of the future. It is. Yeah. Exactly right. Do yeah. either of you know? I was trying so hard to... I, it sounds like it's just almost like their producer tag, almost. Like, I don't know if it's used in other projects. But I think it is. I think it is. Sprinkled throughout this album, you'll hear, like, it's the new wave of the future. Celebrity? Oh. Celebrity? Strictly business. I did yeah. hear that a couple times. Yeah. Okay. There's, like, a few of them, though. It's, it's just, like, there's, like, four or five of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they just throw them out. I don't know. I don't know. I, like I think it's the new wave of the future is on a different album too, okay. yeah. But it's just like several tags and 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 it's like aggressive that it's yeah. like on every track. Yeah. It's like on every track. But that's the whole. That's this whole point is that this is like intentionally aggressive and yeah, you know, like it's meant to throw you off. I think, Absolutely. In some ways, I've got a, a fun Zach fact. Yes, please. Uh, I left my charger here yes, you for did. a week, so I did my notes on my phone mm-hmm. uh, over the week because my laptop was dead. Uh, <laughs> and my and as I was like writing my notes, it would auto suggest emojis. Oh, so my notes this week have emojis. <laughs> that is amazing. Tell me more. <laughs> and so I really like the sneeze at the end of this first. Yeah, track. right. <laughs> and I got a bunch of sneezy emojis in my notes. <laughs> oh yeah. That feels like, appropriate for this album. The sneeze at the end is great. Yeah, it's so good. It's very cute. I I love how many different, like you were saying, how they had like multiple mics on stage, and mm-hmm. one was like pitched this way, and one was pitched that way. Like it is so. If you don't know that this project mm-hmm. is by, I mean, there are collaborators and like features on the on the album, but like. Mm-hmm. It's all made by pretty much one person, mm-hmm. and all the vocal performances are by one person. But it's like pitched and distorted every single number of ways. You would think there were like eight, nine, ten different people giving oh, yeah. vocal performances on this album. There are two guest features. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Which you can't tell because they sound just right. as crazy. <laughs> it's just it's all distorted, so you can barely tell. Yeah, but they, <laughs> I, I totally agree. Like when I first heard this project, I definitely assumed it was several people. Yeah, yeah. and I was 
shocked to find out it was just one. But Absolutely. that makes it so much more impressive. It kind of reminded me of, like, I don't know a ton about this person, but everything I've seen has used, like, they, them pronouns for them. And it kind of reminded me of, like, Laura Lass from 100 Gex, mm-hmm. um, who, like, is a trans person and has spoken a million times about how she'll, like, you know, pitch her voice to kind of, like, ease dysphoria mm-hmm. regarding, like, her natural singing register. Sure. Um, so I could see it being kind of, like, a, like a life hack to, yeah. as potentially a non-binary musician, like, give XYZ number of different vocal performances yeah. where it's like, you don't know what the fuck I sound like. Yeah. Like, I'm just making all these different cool-ass songs, uh-huh. giving all these different performances, and you could not tell me what my actual singing voice sounds I, like. I love it. And, and that paired with, like, all the imagery, I love, because I love, like, the imagery of an artist, too, and all of their imagery is just, like, so bare bones like it's just like them lying on planking in different places yeah. <laughs> or and like that spotify bio is just like maybe a sentence if that there's yeah. like very little information so we it's all just yeah. like i love that yeah oh, it's so sick mm-hmm. um i fucking love the second song so oh, much yeah. i definitely love this one too secondhand embarrassment this has one's a people been stuck in it's my good. head it's good it's so catchy i would love to just like play a little bit of it do Please. it It's so, it's so good. catchy. I should also add the production value on their music videos is insane. <laughs> There's a music video for this song and just like, it's so simple. It's just them like kind of like dancing in a couple different places and like laying on like a jungle gym or some shit. And then there's like someone with a cool, like it's, there's not like a ton that like happens plot wise, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful to look at and the song is so sick and something about it just like scratches an itch yes that's that's the thing like all this all of underscores art like the music videos and the songs and everything it just like it all it just works yeah it just works in a way you know like and it's just like it's not overly complicated when you're like like you're talking about the music videos i've seen other ones that are just as simple of a premise but they're so pleasing to look at and like and just like Something about their, I don't even know how to describe it. The the person, this Devin's energy and just like, like, you know, like there's a music video where they'll just like, like do a little dance in the middle and then just like keep on like running around. Like (laughs) I just, I love it all. I don't know. It's hard to explain why it works so well, but it's all very pleasing and like aesthetic. They seem very confident in in everything they're doing. Oh yeah. And and you just like it, right? Yes. (laughs) It's like every choice that was made just like makes sense Mm -hmm. in the scope of the project. Which I love it. Like it like makes me feel it like an internal like certainty like they're certain and i feel certain because of it i don't yeah. know i love that uh-huh. i feel uh-huh. safe uh-huh. i agree held. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how it felt live too i definitely like, oh. that's why i fell in love yeah how did you hear the song live secondhand uh yes i did oh and it was, my god it was, it was the pit was that would be fun lit as hell. Yeah. Oh, man. i love i love a song i love this song and some other ones on this album where they are just like um like you know I'm, I don't care what you think, 
kind of vibe like i you know like shut up don't care doing my thing vibe. yeah i love that whole vibe <laughs> uh because it's just like you know it it's like self-care in its highest form you yes. know it's just like i really don't care about anything else yeah i'm doing my thing that's like that's that's why i love this song and some other ones you know that do that they're just like well i'm trying to think of the lyrics but like you know don't talk yeah like don't talk if you're not gonna say much like you know like we don't need the noise you know like i, I just love that i love that whole Sounds like that something whole. my therapist would say, <laughs> like about self care, like the best self care being like kind of selfish. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, eh, like I'm doing my thing. Yeah. Eh. And you can like cross that. You can just like you know peek over that edge sometimes of like of like ego. Yeah. You know, like be a, be 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 really selfish and just like cross over the line a little bit. Like just tread on that line. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Just to keep them guessing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So good. This whole so album catchy. is so, so catchy. Good. Oh, and also, I was—I had one more note on this song, which was please. Um, there's like a a skipped beat near the end, which you know what I'm talking about, where it like skips beat one uh-huh. and then hits on beat two, which it just like I love when artists do that, and I know it happens a lot, but like it's near the end of the song. It's like right before the last chorus hits. Okay, I'm just gonna plunk it like. You can just listen to the whole thing. I won't be mad. About <laughs> I won't be mad. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> copyright claim. Like, let's just <laughs> play the whole EP. <laughs> like this is. <laughs> Okay, let's see where this gets us. Yeah. I'm just gonna dig myself deeper. But most of us aren't good with that either. Yeah. Don't talk if you're not gonna say much. You could have some. Then you don't like the taste of. Yeah, exactly. That that skipped beat. Oh my god. And that's the thing, like, it's like, it's like, keeps you off balance, but again, in like a very pleasing way. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just like, it's the tiniest choice. Mm-hmm. It's a beat. Mm-hmm. But it like, the fact that we're all sitting here, like having this reaction to it, I think is so sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Another thing I want to touch on, uh, I was going to touch on, like, I have it in my notes like 10 times, mm-hmm. uh, just how good of a mesh between real instrumentation and digital uh, instrumentation they do on this album. Like, uh, like the acoustic guitar feels so good with <laughs> all the synths and the pads and stuff they're doing underneath it. Like, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, well, the next song, the title of it kind of describes the current situation, right? Bozo, Bozo, Bozo. The very, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, na- they <laughs> named it after us. <laughs> they named it after us. <laughs> um, another the, fucking banger. This might be my favorite song on the album, but it's it's changing a lot. But this probably is my favorite. Uh, they I, also this played this one live. Vodka Red Bull, um, would you say? Or a vodka Red Bull? Uh, I got to think. I, I feel like it's more... I think it's a little more uh, Red Bull. I think it's more Red Bull, yeah. Yeah. I really like the uh, the, the soundscape they do on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, can you play 25 seconds somewhere real fast? Absolutely. Like that crash. Oh. The, if you're... <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> it's like a crash sound. Do it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll spit it out like cinnamon. Bozo, bozo, bozo. Yeah, like something that, broke. That feels so good. Oh yeah. Can I, bet I that's also like... say? Well, you finish your sentence, <laughs> and then I, I bet that's like thirty 
things in Ableton. To- <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to watch this YouTube video I'm yeah. talking about. You'll see the whole Ableton thing. Like, if you're listening to that in nice headphones or in a car, like... That's going to be crispy. Oh, oh my crispy God. and nice and... That also happens after a lyric referencing the cinnamon challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me how I'm doing, and I'll spit it out like cinnamon. And I love that like that pan thing. Oh my god, it's is so that cool. what the line is? I'll, yeah. yeah. Ask me how I'm doing. I'll spit it out Did like cinnamon. Did you do the cinnamon challenge <laughs> no. in middle school or high school? I did, and I'm not ashamed of this. Uh huh. I ate it. Uh huh. I ate the whole tablespoon of cinnamon. That's good. You, <laughs> you, pa- be you won the challenge. That's an accomplishment. I did the challenge. Yeah. I also did the cinnamon <laughs> in my basement with probably literally just my younger sister. Like, we were probably just, like, watching YouTube or something, and we were like, let's go in our basement and put cinnamon in our mouths unsupervised. <laughs> I don't remember if I did really it or not. It's dangerous. If, it you're is. Li- if you're listening, don't do the cinnamon challenge. No. Yeah. But, <laughs> not cool. like, there were so many, like, lyrical pulls on this album that were just so, like, not necessarily niche, but it's, like... You had to be in this sort of like realm to be like, oh, that's about the cinnamon challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't make so that connection. Silly. It's very, uh, very Gen Z millennial, right? Or like later in the song, uh, oversharing to the friends I made by lying on the internet. I love that line. I don't know about y'all, but I had a Tumblr. I relate to that. I lied on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) I had a RuneScape girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. It's so real, and it's like, but it holds up so well, too. Now, like, Instagram, I feel like people are just lying on the internet, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, yeah, it's like commonplace. I Mm -hmm. love, I love, like, like, so many lines, like, most of the notes I made in my notes app are about lines that I love. Even though I love the production so much, too, but just, like... Lyricism is Lyrics, 10 out of oh my 10, God, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, the part where it's like, I would give you all the things that I should keep to myself. You know, mm-hmm. I would give you all the things that I should keep to myself. Hits. 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 And, like, the part where it's like, <laughs> dug up, at the end, it's like, call me off the scale, dug up some trauma. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> like, dug yeah. up some trauma. I'm not feeling it is such I a feel good that. line. Yeah. And again, again with the rhythm thing, they go like, "I'm not feeling it." Like they like like hold out on a yeah. on a beat again, which I just ugh, it hits bars. Yeah, ugh, it's so, so good. good. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. It's Excuse so good. my singing. No, Cameron can auto tune it. Let's auto tune oh, that. Let's yeah. auto tune yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, Cameron, please auto tune that. Yeah, please. Let's. It T-pain. would not be the first time. Mm-hmm. We need uh. to T painify. Like I think we need to try and match. Well, I'm not going to say Cameron. While you're editing this, right before you like leave for a little tour, can you like match the production style of underscore? Cameron, I yeah. need you to do 30 lines in Ableton to make me sound. <laughs> the next sentence make me sound just like underscores, please. And like four uh, of those 30 lines are just like one noise, right? Like it's not even. You know what I mean? He would cook our asses. <laughs> like, um, he could definitely auto tune that. That would be amazing. But yeah, I love that song. And there was a there was a um, like a remix version that just dropped recently. Carol's Ooh. daughter, I think, is the person who remixed it. Yeah, um, it's so fucking cool. It's like they switched out the whole first verse for their own lyrics that are like similar lyrics, but um, you know, slightly different and and just like made the end heavier and just changed a few things about this song. Bozo, bozo, bozo. And it's so 
it's so cool. I'm obsessed with that remix too. And that's what I love too about like just this whole, I love, cause I'm like kind of new to hyper pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like exploring this genre and, uh, it's fun to find all the little connections, like all the features and the artists who know each other. And like, um, you know, like other hyper pop artists were just at this show, uh, just hanging out and watching. And just, I like seeing the little network and getting into a new scene like this. Cause I'm a, I'm a pop punk man yeah. at heart originally but now i'm branching off more and trying stuff and this is a fun world i think this is have you heard the like have you heard about how punk is kind of like it's like a pretty broad way to describe music right because it could also be about like being against the establishment right it doesn't have to be about like guitar and bass and Mm -hmm. uh so i think hyper pop can be punk yeah i think it's a punk music it's a folk punk music in in that it's anti-establishment yeah 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 Mm -hmm. So, the shit. I also think it's funny to call someone a bozo. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I love that word. I was like a little stoned in my bed the other night. And unrelated, I was like thinking about how funny it is to call someone a dipshit. That's <laughs> like, a good word. Dipshit is really word. good. That's a strong one. Something about the, yeah. the, the way like, it's pronounced. You did something so fucking stupid to be called dipshit. a dipshit or a Absolute bozo. Dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> bozo. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love think that. we should all be a little more imaginative with our insults. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, thanks, let's, underscores, let's, for inspiring us. That's the takeaway from this episode is <laughs> be more imaginative yeah. with your insults. <laughs> yeah. insults. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a, I'm a one and a half vodka Red Bulls down. Speaking okay. of imagination, do you think these uh, years are real? Or did he like, like, is this a real thing that happened to this person in 2006? Oh, oh, could be because there's like three. Kinko's. There's there's Kinko's field trip two thousand six. There's three songs with years on yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to do the math of how old they are in yeah. these years. Like two thousand six, they're twenty one. Right. They so would have. Yeah, they would have. They were born in oh one, so they would have been only five. So I don't. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe their parents took them to Kinko's. I, I love <laughs> field trip. Love, they're just like <laughs> accompanying a chore. <laughs> Kinko's field trip 2006 was my first favorite song on this album. That's the one that oh, like drew me into it. Okay. Um, the verse specifically, because this is definitely a vodka Red Bull mix, yeah. like, right? Like yeah. the verses are are like low key and. The verses the, are vodka. And then it hits hard. The like, chorus aggressive. is aggressive. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and I, uh, I was so drawn to these verses. Because, again, I just love the lyrics in these verses. Like, can we play, I don't know, uh, yeah, just like the first two lines Absolutely. of the song. So good. Mm -hmm. Never have I ever. No, I haven't. And I bet I probably won't. Like, (laughs) so good. That's self-care. That line right there is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I also love that it kind of sounds like a fax machine, and we're talking about Kinko's. <laughs> Which, did you know Kinko's doesn't even exist anymore? I'm very familiar, because th- that's part of the reason this song stuck out to me, too, is my mom worked at Kinko's for a long oh time. Oh, my God! <laughs> and uh, so Kinko's Field Trip 2006, that's like, I was like, you know, 13 then, uh-huh. so that was like, I was going to Kinko's at that time, so this song like really spoke to me in, in many Just ways. true nostalgia, because yeah. <laughs> now it's FedEx Office. That's right. Mm. That's so boring. Yeah, that's Kinko's right. was such a fun name. We the, had a Kinko's one of the in the best names. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of the chorus in this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it hit really oh, good. Oh, it hits hard. Yeah, like, it hits it's hard. like, I'm a big fan of choruses. Yeah. Uh, and this is like top 10 choruses, probably. Wow. Yeah. I love it. And it's just like one line or two lines. Yeah. It's so simple. Yeah. yeah, they don't say much. Mm-mm. Well, don't talk if you're not going to say much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we, say, we say a lot. Heavy. We, we we say the word juxtaposition every episode, uh, yeah, but I do. like it a lot. <laughs> this song is definitely a juxtaposition. Yeah. Yes, yeah. between the two uh, feelings between verse and chorus, which is something I love in art too. Is when yeah. you, when something speaks, when something makes a statement that isn't even like the song itself. It's but it's like the structure of the song makes a statement. Yeah, it's the fact mm. that it's like low to really aggressive, to low, to really... Like, yeah. that itself is, like, What life. came before yeah. and yeah. gives meaning to what is happening now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so... Very I, good. Yeah. They fucking rule! They're so good. Okay, next song, Where Did You Fall? Did you guys hear the metronome in the intro? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely certain Ethan did. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, and I was Ethan, like, Ethan knows what a metronome is. Oh, my God, is. yeah. <laughs> and what's... what's yeah, you can hear the metronome when the song starts, and and then it like gets off time though. Did you oh, notice that? Like, no, it, like no. it starts out on time, and then it, it feels like at least that's what I thought. Like it like gets off time, and then it cuts out entirely, mm. all within the first like few lines. I, is that intentional? Oh, I'm sh- of course. <laughs> of Underscores course. is so good in particular they left that the I'm metronome certain. Metronome in the track. I'm certain. And then it got is. off from yeah. it on purpose. <laughs> oh, I'm certain that. that's intentional. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way it's an accident. That's great. Yeah, this one is nice and dancey, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. This one reminds, gives me like, um, what's what's that person called? Bass hunter vibes. Bass nectar, bass hunter. Yeah, uh, that that whole world. A couple, like, yeah, it uh-huh. reminds me of that scene a little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. I want to hear the metronome part. I'm gonna play it. Yeah, yeah. Play the beginning. And it stops and stars and it stops and stars. <coughs> and it hurts because I haven't done you this bad. Since I broke your heart when it was broke. That's so subtle. It gets off, right? a little off. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I feel like it was almost like inserted later or something. I don't know, but. Oh, my God. Or like when they were doing the vocal take or something. Wow. What are the the lyrics right there? Is there deeper meaning to this? And it stops and it starts and it stops and starts. Maybe they're talking about the metronome. (laughs) Maybe they're talking about the metronome. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I love, and I just love how little thing, but I love how it starts with and. I love when a song yeah. starts on and. Again, one of those like subtle things where it's like, you know, I don't care. The, yeah. The, 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 like it's like it's a like, tiny rule to break. Mm-hmm. 
but it's like the fucking metronome is, in the background. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I would not have noticed like, if you hadn't pointed you it wouldn't out. Have? I'm sure. I guess oh. most people probably wouldn't. For me, it's very. I instantly very recognized yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You you're both people who like record music. <laughs> yeah. Like I I don't at all. I'm not a musician. But like, yeah, yeah. that's literally like. The Pro Tools like metronome. It's like breaking the first rule on purpose. It's so, yeah. it's so, which is so next level. Like it's like if someone made a movie and like broke the fourth wall like in a way that was like intentional and meant to be. You know, it's like it's meta. Is that the right yeah, word for it? It, it yeah. feels yeah. a little meta yeah. about it. Like they're such a digital musician. Like they don't even need a metronome for most of the music they make. <laughs> Anyway. Oh my god. Goodness gravy. Good. Oh, I love the next song. <laughs> I'm like uh, looking This is this is the song, right? This is the single? Yeah. I, mean, I think there were a few singles. I didn't know the singles. I found this album later. I I know the singles based on like what had a music video. And I saw Secondhand Embarrassment had a music video and Spud Little Brat had a music video. This is their most streamed one. Yeah. Which is what made me think it was uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Spoiled little brat. And again, just like I was talking about on the second track, this is like very much like a I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Like literally the lines. I mean, it's like as pointed as it gets. It's like literally. It's like, yeah, like shut your mouth. Listen up when I talk. I'm a spoiled little brat and I get what I want. I love it. Like, again, it's like it's just so deep to me. It's like it's like an- another level. Like we're being ironic. Yeah. But it's like also it's very satire. Yeah. 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 But also, like, not at all. Because, like, I also love that a song that sounds like this has the lyrics, like, I'm a pop star, baby. Like, I, I want to play a little bit of that because I want the people listening along at home to, like, hear this, like, Gen Z ass 2021. <laughs> like, and this could be, like, what a pop star looks like, right? Like, absolutely. Yeah. I would believe it, like, hearing that they're a pop star. Oh, it's so good. The song fucking rips. <laughs> Well, I skipped a little bit to a head, but fuck that rips. Let me go back. Yes. Thinking about a little something, something in my septum and a couple tattoos. Bossy about a little something, something, even though nobody ever asked you. just had the realization do you think those drums are programmed or are they real um you know i don't know i feel like i feel like maybe they're live drums i get that feeling too because there's something that really hits about them mm-hmm. there was a drum um, kit in the music video that yeah makes sense. i saw that I yeah i hope i i don't know it'll be yeah. cool either way but they, i think they i would guess live yeah because i like having a drummer on the show because i like watching you do the drum parts while we're listening <laughs> yeah that yeah, is okay. so fun to watch <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> but um, like, it, like it goes into double time. Like it, yeah. Like yeah. This song explores so many genres. Like with the last one sounded like, you know, uh, bass hunter, and then this one is like, you know, it's got a double time, like something you would hear in pop punk music. And it's like, yeah. and and you know, like I don't know. It just like it, it, it just like there's no rules on this album. This is a vodka Red Bull. Yeah, this is the Red Bull. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's ending's like, also hits really good too. I don't know if we want to play that. Oh, the hit at the end we have to play because it's the glitchy part. 
Uh, it's we insane. have to. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, I know exactly when that happens too because <laughs> I was reading the YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone loves this fucking part yeah. as they should yeah. It's, yeah the song just completely like fucking devolves into madness yes. and I love it Yeah, that that is in, it's like a blast beat with the vocals. Yes, yes. that's the right word for yeah, it. Yeah, it smacks you silly. It's so good. Do we have a game to play before we get into your favorite sidekick? I have a game to play related to. Your, well, it's not a game, but I thought it would be fun. The yes. next song is called "Your Favorite Sidekick," mm-hmm. and there are so many sidekicks in you know popular media and culture. I thought it would be fun to try and figure out which sidekick this album would be best represented by. Oh. Um, So if you would help me collaborate, I have a BuzzFeed quiz pulled up called Which Disney Sidekick Are You? (laughs) We're trying to figure it out for... I think we should try and figure it out. Not us, but for the album. For the album, or maybe for underscores in general. Sure. And just... I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> it's cool. I don't It's specifically Disney. So that includes yeah. Marvel, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know. We're in, so that includes Star Wars, right? <laughs> the quiz was made in 2019. Is Jar Jar Binks in this? Because <laughs> it's going to be Binks. If Binks is an option, it's Binks. Dude, I'm a huge oh Binks God. guy. <laughs> I think he's a Sith Lord. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bear with me because some of these have quite a few options. Okay. Question number one. Which word best describes you? Would it be witty, shy, colorful, feisty, ditzy, mischievous, wise, loving? God, this is so many options. Goofball <laughs> or sweet? Too, too many options, right? Like, why do we have to pigeonhole ourselves? Pick, pick I one. Know. Right. I would say witty or goofball. Witty. What do you goofball. think? I would say either witty or loving, probably. Ooh, Loving's loving. good. I like witty. Mm-hmm. Let's go with witty. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, number two. What makes you happy? What makes this album happy? Going out with friends, donating to charity, <laughs> reading books, going on adventures, eating food, telling jokes, hugs, <laughs> family time, giving people compliments, or creating art. Creating art. It has to be the last <laughs> what one. What makes right? this album happy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, what's the one thing you can't live without? Comfy bed, books, shower, computer, computer. TV. I don't think we have to look at I anything else. I think it's going to be computer. It has yeah. to be computer. Okay, what act- this is the same as the second question. What activity do you love the most? Computer. Computer. <laughs> computer for all the next 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Reading, talking, eating, swimming, painting, traveling, dancing, Hiking, singing, or shopping? Ooh, d- dancing or singing, I'm going to go with... I kind of feeling dancing. Dancing, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 This album makes makes you move and groove. Mm-hmm. Okay, lit. What's your favorite kind of weather? Uh, for context, I'll say that this artist is from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Rainy. 
You no. kind of, like, sometimes rain. I, the only time I've been to the Bay Area, it was in, like, January. So it was shit outside. Oh, it was, no. like, 40 degrees and foggy. <laughs> what latitude is San Francisco? Is it in the middle? It's, like... Of California? I think so. It's on the north end of California. Okay, so a little like, colder all the way. than Southern California. Right. It would yeah. be, like, on the south end of, like, Oregon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, Oregon. It's way up. Yeah, it's It's flogging up there. Yeah. Um, so what's your favorite kind of weather? Warm but cloudy. Yeah. Clear skies with the sun shining, warm and windy, bright day but chilly, cool and blustery, cool and cloudy, thunderstorms all the way, misty or foggy day, snowy, duh, or I'll weather the weather, whatever the weather. Oh, okay. <laughs> they like it or not. Okay. <laughs> I kind of like that last option. That one checks out. Because I think there's so much, like, happening. Like, we're weathering all uh-huh. these weathers. Yeah, yeah. If we're going literal, like bright day, but I really chilly. want to know what this question has to do with sidekicks. I also do. Sidekicks I'm like, have yeah, wait no a second. Wait, what is BuzzFeed even trying to get at? <laughs> <laughs> like, how does this play into anything? <laughs> have you seen those BuzzFeed quizzes where it's like, make a milkshake and we'll tell you like your career path? It's like, how the fuck are you getting that from me saying like what kind of ice cream I want in my fucking shake? Uh, I'm good with whatever weather. That's I'll weather pre- the weather, whatever with the weather. That's pretty lyrical. I think they would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Red leather, yellow That's leather. That's very yeah. Seuss. Very Dr. Seuss. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite smell? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pine, peach, ocean breeze, fruity, clean cotton, musky, <laughs> cinnamon apple, rose, cherry blossom, or tropical paradise? It's not one of the two fruity ones, I don't think. It, peach because of the peach red bull? We are drinking Maybe. peach red bull. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. Okay, we cool. Can do that. How are you feeling today? I'm just asking. No. Um, <laughs> Good, thank you. This is now therapy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling today? Fierce, goofy, confident, empathetic. I'm feeling very empathetic today. Yeah. You like go to work and your coworker's like, how's your day going? I'm fine. I'm feeling very empathetic. More than usual. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I don't give a shit about your problems. Right. <laughs> now I'm wondering how you're feeling today. <laughs> so answer today because I'm not going to ask again. Well, I'm feeling very empathetic and I can tell that you're feeling a little nervous. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Confident would be a good one. Are there more options? Yeah. Uh, there's also scared. A little. Sometimes during this today? album. I'm scared. <laughs> Shy. Optimistic. Sassy, mm. hungry, or lovely. I'm feeling lovely. I am also hungry. Yeah. I don't know. Personally? This album doesn't feel hungry. Personally, mm-hmm. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like confident, fierce. Yeah. This isn't like slay. Like, this isn't. I tried to. I just tried to like flick my wrist and I can't do <laughs> oh, it because oh. I have a wrist break. Easy. <laughs> Easy with that. Careful. Oh, shop too hard. Um, I don't know. What are we feeling? I like w- confident. Was that? I like confident. Yeah. yeah, cool. That feels right. If you could be a drink, what would you be? Oh, I hope they have it. I'm looking ahead to see if they do. They don't, but there are some alcoholic options. Okay. This is close. Spicy cocktail, ice water, <laughs> delicious slushy, sex on the beach, Bud Light, Kool Aid, soda, margarita, hot tea. Or Frappuccino. 
I could see a slushy. I could see like something that's like like a Seven Eleven. It's very sugary. Yeah. It's yeah. like very pleasant. That or frappuccino. Mm-hmm. Maybe slushy. Let's go I slushy. like slushy. Yeah. Like syrupy. What kind of snack do you think you are? I am hungry. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Shrimp with cocktail sauce. Everyone's that's not favorite a snack. snack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're so stupid. Um, potato chips, mm. tortilla chips, and salsa. Mini quiche. <laughs> okay. Gummy worms. Mm-hmm. Coffee cake. Bacon. Fruit. Veggies and dip or popcorn. popcorn oh, I like maybe? popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn's I like the way exciting. it's like very yeah. unpredictable. I mean, they're a pop star. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that works. Uh-huh. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Okay. This is the last question. Lastly, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Out in the country on a farm? In a cabin in the woods? The beach? In a treehouse? I want to travel for a living. <laughs> City life is where it's at. <laughs> uh, they don't need to do that, right? They, they don't need to. Like, no, this is let, the like, last l- question. <laughs> let, us, <laughs> let us. Let us. Um, a castle, a boathouse, on a mountain, or anywhere is home as long as I'm near my loved ones. Aww. Yeah, it's nice, but I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm going to say it's a treehouse or like... Ooh. I was gonna say city life, maybe. maybe like you city. could not play this music in rural, in like bumfuck nowhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. I only think treehouse because like it's like bedroom pop in the in the sense that it's just made you know on a computer. And it's and like treehouse feels very uh, yeah yeah okay, yeah. yeah. It's adventurous, yeah. like a treehouse is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's gotta be a little daring to live in a treehouse. Glad yeah. to eat in a treehouse. Yeah, sure. Let's pick treehouse. Lit. Oh my god. <laughs> So, the Disney sidekick that represents this album is Mushu, the dragon <gasps> from Mulan. That makes me so happy. That's, a, that's awesome. Quick-witted and hilarious, mm-hmm. you're Mushu. Mm-hmm. You take any and every opportunity to put a smile on someone's face. Confident and sassy, you're known to lighten everyone's mood in seconds. You bring mm. an awesome energy to any room you walk into. Yeah. No doubt. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That feels really accurate. That feels right. That feels yeah. pretty Actually, good. Actually, good job, Buzzfeed. Mushu. That's Eddie Murphy, too, right? That is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know if this album is Eddie Murphy, but it's definitely Mushu. It's definitely Mushu. <laughs> it might be because he's got like his serious roles yeah and uh-huh. he's got his funny roles <laughs> he's got donkey he's got- yeah oh i just watched shrek one last night <laughs> oh, last <shit>. night <laughs> and he was so good in that mind. yeah i mean he's got layers he's like an onion <laughs> yes okay well uh, cool now we know now we know <laughs> now we know <laughs> keep that in mind now we know for the brewski uh i got a potty All oh right. yeah it's gonna come out i think i'm due for a second beverageino yes. Well, in perfect fitting fashion, we were just talking about Mushu the Dragon from Mulan and our third and final variety of Red Bull for this. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> I was going to say evening, but it's like we started recording at like 4.30. The sun is very much out. I, I told Ethan, I was like, I don't want Red Bull too late. So I thought you were going to say you don't want it too early, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense four too. Is, I think 4 o'clock is You need that midday time. vodka Red Bull. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna have you one, you don't want a vodka Red Bull at 9 p.m. if you no. got work in the morning. No, no, no. Yeah. If you're in college, yes, go yes. for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but fittingly, the last Red Bull flavor that we have is dragon fruit. So, I mean, we're finding ties all around. It is a delicious purple, yumdelicious.net. It's more, it's more mild than the orange one was. It is. Like the dragon yeah. fruit is a nice aftertaste. 
And an f an effort um an aphrodisiac? No, no. I meant I was going to say I was going to say an uh aperitif, but that's before. That's not after. Oh, a digestif. To what that's right. Mm-hmm. A di- exactly right. I've a digestif. You have to You, have, you to have not lived, my friend. What it's is? the classiest <laughs> shit. Quick story. One time Cam took me out for a fancy dinner and I also at the time did not know what a digestif was. Um but we had like As I do now. gone through the menu and whatever and we like had our last course and we were about to get dessert. Ooh, and he turns to our server and he's like, "Do you have a digestif menu?" Uh, and I was like, "Who I know the what it is fuck now. are you?" It's like a drink to like help you digest, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that same dinner, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast yet, but Cam and I went, and it was like the kind of place where you like order a bunch of like small plates, you know, versus just like an entree for each of you. It was real bougie. Yeah, exactly. And so the two of us like went through and picked out maybe three or four things that like looked really yummy, and we told our server what we wanted to have, and she kind of like inadvertently roasted us. She was like, yeah, you know, those are really great options. It sounds really yummy. Um, I would suggest getting maybe something green, maybe a vegetable to help round out your palate because we didn't realize we had almost exclusively ordered like the fried cauliflower and like pasta and just like entirely beige foods. Somehow we're going to get back into the podcast. Well, your favorite side dish might be, (laughs) yeah, you know, it might be. I love a good cornbread. Right. Or a green bean. I'm, sure. I'm bored of this food conversation. Pass me the ox cord. Nice. Oh. Is that anything? That's, That's my favorite That's line from this song. Yeah. What, what is that whole line? Oh, I have it written I'm bored. down. Pass me the ox cord. Well, the whole thing is black docks, white socks, 2014 cliche, I'm bored, ox cord, let me be the DJ. Great That's line. Such a good it's line. So line. fucking it's good. So good. <laughs> I made a note that it had like reminded me. We recently did an episode on the Arctic Monkeys AM. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Fair like, enough. Black Docks, White Socks, 2014 cliche. Yeah, like, that checks that's out. Yeah. Exactly uh-huh. that oh. Tumblr scene. Oh, yeah. Again, like I've been saying, like, internet niche. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, good. I love... Uh, underscores are just so good at saying so much with, with like, so concisely. Just picking yes. a few words to... It just, you know, it hits so hard. Black Docks, White Socks, four words. It's just like, you know... I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so concise. And the rhyme with docks and ox. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So many great, great rhymes on this whole album. And, like, at no point, I would say parts of this album are kind of, like, campy and fun, but I would say, like, at no point does it feel, like, forced or, like, corny. Mm -mm. Because, like, it's still good songwriting. Yeah, they're exact rhymes, but they're done excellently. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. For example, Never Tried It, rhyming with psilocybin, like... Come on. Yeah. I love I love psilocybin. <laughs> like rhyming a four-syllable word anywhere is just my favorite shit. Yes. And I love that I love that whole line like uh the psilocybin in the in the court. Just like that word is so fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get that in lyrics very often. No, you don't. <laughs> I didn't hear this in the song, but I'm reading it now. They use the word bratmobile on the B-way, and that's that's just good songwriting. Yeah. yeah what it, and, and oh yeah, like Barbie's brat or like Bratz. Is that from Bratz? I don't know. I'm assuming Something. it's a play on words of the Batmobile, oh, but oh, they oh. changed it to Bratmobile. Yeah. And that and by the way, that that feature is an artist called 8485. Mm. And I found them 
through this song, but then I looked up some more 84, 85 stuff. If that's how they say it, I don't know. Um, you never know with these hyper pop <laughs> artists, but, yeah. um, but their stuff is really cool too. So shout out to that artist. Um, nice. uh, it's like, I guess it's still in the hyper pop world, but it's like, it's very, um, I don't know. It's pretty, it's melodic. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I recommend 84, 85 also. I was kind of creeping on them too. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like this intersection of like, pop star meets like vocaloid like <laughs> very interesting very sick i yeah i love it i love it favorite sidekick is one of my favorite tracks also it just it's just so hype it's so high energy it's like this is a red bull song mm-hmm. yes i just uh-huh. love oh my god i love the whole feel of this track this next one is half red bull half like not even vodka. Uh, no, it's half like, it's like sedatives. An edible. Like sedatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Half edible. No, uh, and I, I dry land two thousand one. Is it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I. And what I love too is like this song. Like the end is like four minutes of just bird noises and nature and little ambient, ambient, you know, guitar noises. And I and, don't skip it. And no. I don't. Sometimes I would skip a song like yeah. this on an album. But I love this. <laughs> no, so I nice. feel it. If I'm driving, I'll listen to that four minutes and like think for four minutes. And then it, and then I love how like it goes into fish song. It goes into a quiet yeah. um, track because it like stay. It it's like a transition into the quiet because the last two tracks are definitely softer. Mm-hmm. And I love that transition. But but okay. Dryland is is a great track. I love um, some of the lines on this are amazing too. I wrote down, but I remember New Year's when I told myself I'd open my eyes or open my mind. Is it? Oh, maybe open my mind. They were literally one year old in two thousand and one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. So it's probably not actual memories then. Maybe not. But it taps into nostalgia nonetheless. You yeah. Know, like if you hear two thousand one. It taps into something. I thought maybe it was like a two thousand one Space Odyssey reference. Oh. <laughs> maybe who knows? I don't know. Oh, like space versus like dry land. Like, well, that's a um, that was a big movie, two thousand one Space Odyssey. Right, it was made right. in like two thousand, or it was made in like nineteen sixties or seventies. And they're like, in the year year two thousand and one, we will be an advanced civilization. Oh man, <laughs> and we done messed that up. <laughs> we did mess that up good. Uh, I had a fun metaphor thinking about all their DAW production and stuff at the end of this one. Um, and sometimes I compare music to food on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I would compare their DAW work to like a taco dip. How like so? Like it's got layers? There's so many layers and mm-hmm. each layer is distinct. Mm. Yeah. Like there's like a bottom base layer that's like a creamy bean dip. Mm. And then there's like a tangy sour cream that adds some nuance and some flavor. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a crispy lettuce mm. yeah. that really like adds something to it. And then some cheese so you get some creamy again. And then the beef. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a beef. And maybe or a there's like jalapeno. some cumin flavor. Yeah. And so like their music is like an auditory Auditory taco dip. dip. Taco <laughs> dip. But you're experiencing it all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> An auditory bean. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> like, I really like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> As a taco dip enjoyer, <laughs> dip enjoyer in general, and, and, I yeah, really respect that. As a fan of dips. As a fan of dips. As a fan of dips. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like they're just so like I I bet they spend hours like on their like DAW interface really curating each sound you hear all the way all the layers oh in God, the dip. Yeah. Uh, and you really hear that with the bird noises uh-huh. and uh, just all the nice stuff that's going on. We can play a little bit of it. If you yeah, want. I feel like we need to like which part? Just like the outro. Yeah. Also, I think it's three thirty. This song is like seven minutes long, and because like, of the like we said yeah, earlier, four like, minute outro. Yeah. yeah. And I say this all the time, but like I did the dishes to this album because I don't have a dishwasher <laughs> and I have to do my dishes all the time. Doing the dishes to this song is the most peace I've felt in weeks. Oh, <laughs> nice. yeah. That makes me happy to hear. I believe it. It's really lovely. So serene. Like, how are we still on the same album? I know. I know. <laughs> how are we even on the same song? And it's so cohesive. <laughs> two songs ago was Spoiled Little Brat. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> We were screaming two songs ago, jumping around our bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it now, makes sense. And now we're asleep on a beach. And it makes sense. Oh, it's so nice. It's so good. Yeah, it feels like... um. I fall asleep to like I have the Headspace meditation app, and they have a whole section of like sleep soundscapes. <laughs> so I fall asleep mm. to their like rainforest Not rain sounds. Oh my god! If we got a Headspace sponsorship, oh, I'd love it. Uh, so this reminds me of like my nightly rain sounds <laughs> <laughs> that I fall asleep to. Is is the fish song the title? The title track because the album is called Fishmonger, which is a person who sells fish. That's a, oh. that's that's a stretch, but I'll let you have it. Okay. I'll let you have it. I think it's title track adjacent. Well, because the person that <laughs> or like the situation that the fish song is about, yeah. they were not selling this fish. Oh, I love the story of this song. Oh, yeah, I was reading like it on Genius. Genius. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. For, I'll try. I'll try. But yeah. I, I found this out on Genius. But it's about a fish called a, a golden bangus or yeah. something like that. B a n g u s. Mm-hmm. And and it's like a very rare. Fi- There's a bunch of bangus fish, but the golden one is very rare. Oh. And um, and it was like observed to be kind of like a loner fish. It would detach itself from other fish Me in too. the pond. Yeah, which is so relatable. <laughs> and then um, it's very rare, so they like donated it in 2012 or something to the Philippines, some museum in the Philippines, and um. Um, they had it like in a, in a pond there or something and a research pond or something. And it died just very shortly after it was mm-hmm. transported there, um, due to stress levels and like low oxygen, Aww. which was so, it's just like, it's sad. just, yeah, it's very sad and, yeah. and so like relatable and analogous to our lives. You know? <laughs> Dying from stress. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and like, you don't think about a fish being stressed and it's just like, I just love it. And, um, that had new eyes when I found that out and listened back to the song. But yeah, yeah I, I often do that mm-hmm. uh, on this podcast where I research an album that I've already familiar with and then have new like, oh, like, wow, this is a whole thing about a fish I didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what it, what's, what's great is that it already hit, like before I knew that, it yeah. hit in one way for me. And connected to certain things, and then I found that out, and it hits in a different way. That's very cool. Um, I love to hear that. It reminds me a lot of, like, the last album we talked about. We talked about Hail the Sun, and that's a band who also 
Well, I mean, Underscores doesn't do it as much, but like Hail the Sun had a couple tracks on the album we talked about, Wake, which were songs about like real life, real like things. crimes mm-hmm. that happened. And they took those events and like put their own, you know, poetic songwriting spin on that. And this song, the lyrics are fucking Super gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. Beautiful, yeah. Sorry. I didn't put my computer on Do Not Disturb. Sarah got a text. Uh, I got a text from Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to know what he said? Yeah, do that. He said, hope you're having fun. Aww. Which is really sweet. That is really sweet. I would say I am having fun. I'm going to text him back. I'm also having fun, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say, I am. I think this song is so gorgeous. It's beautiful. The one lyric that I wrote down, which Mm -hmm. is talking about this, like, fish that died, it, it says, like... It was something of a mascot till one day they found its sil- silver belly facing up. Mm. And then later in that verse, they say that they spoiled a lucky charm. I've never been so sad about and a like, fish. Oh, my God. Oh, that just like really just... That was yeah. me like pretending to stab myself in the heart with a dagger. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many lines in this song. I wrote down a few also. Like, um, I, I spared it every harvest because I wanted it to grow. I love that line. He didn't eat it. And Pardon, uh, they, they didn't eat it. They didn't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> or whoever found the fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I also love for for a week they kept it quiet and without a proper burial they kept it in a jar. Mm. I love that line too. Like it died, but they just kept it quiet and let. The, yeah. I, and uh, the other one I wrote down. They're like, I know you're onto something. It's just simple, but it's like it's so relatable. Like you're get you're doing something. You're onto something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's hope. Co- there's hope there. I love yeah. that one. Again, just so concise with these lyrics. And like the thing is, like Gavin had like no involvement in this fish scenario. Right, not at all. <laughs> like not they at all. didn't catch the fish. They didn't don't. This happened like in the Philippines. It mm-hmm. was like some random like fisherman like. I don't know. I think it's just the fact that like they resonated with this situation so much. That's a really cool aspect of songwriting, just to like to showcase so much empathy that you can yeah pit yourself in the boots of this fish or the people mm-hmm. taking care of the fish, and then write a meaningful song about it. Uh, is a really cool way to write songs, I think, and also mm-hmm. a really way to show their expertise at writing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you What do you two think about? like fishmonger as an album title as it relates to this song like why do you think they picked i don't know the answer to this but why do you think they picked fish fishmonger which is the person who sells fish right yeah yeah because i mean if we were like it's not too much of a concept album right there's a lot of themes Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean if we were like putting the fishmonger in this situation like if a fishmonger had found this fish they would make fucking bank off right. this well, rare ass, that's true. special ass fish. Another thing about people who sell fish is fish don't last very long. Mm-hmm. So they have to sell those fish quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what point I was making. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's uh, valid. It's valid. <laughs> They're also... But it's a, like, it's a special type of salesman. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be mm-hmm. like, I'm thinking of Aladdin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> they like give princess whatever the fish in their face. Yeah. It's like that. I'm also thinking of San Francisco. I mean, there's oh, literally sure. a place called there's Fisherman's probably, Wharf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, right. San Francisco's a, a fishy, fishy town. Oh, yeah. That makes sense yeah. why they might connect to Perhaps. sea life, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. 
why this was picked or why the album art is what it is. It's like a water tower. Right. It's not even in their hometown. It's in Indiana. Yeah. It's in fucking wherever. Yeah. Which again, it's just like, it's all so abstract and it doesn't really matter. It's like the whole point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's like the metronome on the track that gets off beat. It's like, because they they can. (laughs) Who cares? Yeah. I think it kind of ties back to like, the titles of the songs. I mean, like some of them make sense, like spoiled little, uh, spoiled little brat, like, uh, like that's a lyric. Mm -hmm. But like, Kinko's field trip, 2006. Like, (laughs) we're not really. No idea. We don't know what it is and it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Like maybe that means something to underscores and we don't know. And it doesn't matter. There's just some kind of free association going on. And we're like along for the ride. Dry land, 2001. I don't know. I have no idea. This person was one years old. (laughs) But it works. But it works. Um, Del Mar County Fair 2008. Yeah. We're at our last year song. This is a good tune to send off with. And last song. Last song. The the guitar work is so pretty. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this song is... And they do some harmonics, which is where, like, you place your finger over the string instead of pressing the string all the way down. It creates this really pretty note. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can play some of it. Yeah, just like from the get-go. Yeah. It already feels like October. They said you go with the boys, I go with the girls. I don't remember much. Some colors in me. I think I figured out what it's all for. I got everything I wanted, but I wanted more. Take a night bus. There weren't any harmonics in that riff, but that is a good. <laughs> they come in later, but that is the guitar there, which is so pretty in a nice yes. mix of real instruments and mm-hmm. digital instrumentation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of that is actual instrumentation in the studio, but um, you don't think that guitar is real? I'm sure it is. Okay, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but you know, you know, I don't know. It's also it's hard to tell nowadays. Yeah, like it's getting yeah, so good. Right. But, I guess you, you but, probably could in Ableton mm-hmm. play guitar that pretty. Yeah, with it's your getting keyboard. very hard to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't even think about that till just now but i have to go yeah. lay down <laughs> <laughs> they played this song live too they played a lot of these songs live but this one was was gorgeous live. oh yeah i bet Did they like pull out a guitar Did no they... no oh um wow no there was no guitar during this it's all backtracks but yeah just a beautiful song at border red eye to steer your fate is great mm-hmm. I, one of my favorite lines in this whole song is can't relax can't relax i'm not built like you that's one of my absolute favorite song uh, lines on this song as someone with two diagnosed anxiety disorder yeah doesn't that hit yeah that hits um this song is gorgeous the beginning feels so intimate and then there is a feature from an artist named maxwell young who comes in and like i mean like fuck chris brown but like the bridge that they do or like something about their vocal delivery feels like a ballad, like a croony, like almost like R and B kind of like love song. Like vaguely MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. me, that's how yeah. I thought. That's how I think of that last one. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know why, but I want to. I want to try and find a little bit of it. Let's um, read the change. Your face hurricane. Next to me, yeah. This thing's the same. What do you mean? I shouldn't freeze again. I'm gorgeous. Next to you, and under this pressure, but I'm just losing. Did you hurt your mind? Maybe once, maybe twice, yeah. Out of my, out of my care. Meaningful everything, meaningful every 
so cool and so different from everything on the album. So different. <laughs> it's all so different. It starts off with something that never happens again and it ends with something that never that really never happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is so You're fitting. Right. <laughs> which is so fitting. <laughs> and the way I got like got into this album, like for, like Kinko's was the first song that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was one of those albums where I didn't just like love everything the first time, for sure. It was like, I was, I didn't quite know how to digest it. The same way I found Brockhampton. Like I wasn't, it took Mm. me three tries to get into Brockhampton because I didn't know how to digest it. Mm -hmm. And similarly, it was like, I was like, okay, I'm not sure what's going on here. And then I liked another song and then I liked Spoiled Little Brat and then I liked Secondhand Embarrassment. And then like they all started to click and I was like, okay, I get what Mm -hmm. the idea is. I don't know if you guys feel that at all, but that's. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sort of that like slow burn where mm. it, it takes time to really like appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could kind of um, extrapolate that to sort of like, I don't know, like a TV series or something. Mm-hmm. Like you watch the, the oh, yeah. pilot Sometimes and you're people like, will tell you, you got to okay. get three episodes in before yeah. you feel exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's exactly. true. It's true with art, yeah. I think. You have to understand like the artist's yeah. like vision. I think it takes some time sometimes to find that. If it's mm-hmm. if it's subtle, which yeah. in this case it is, I think. Yeah. I just got excited because it's almost time for the reverse key. That's exactly what I was, was, <laughs> was going to say. Like, I'm just so happy that this album, like, crossed our proverbial desks. We don't work at desks when we do this It slid, It slid across your desk. Yeah. yeah. It did. Because, I don't know. I don't think I, that, like, I might have found it otherwise. That's but... been a big, huge thing this season, too. There's so many yeah. records that I'm just like, I'm so glad I found this. Yeah. Uh, this is one of them. I'd like to uh, shout out my friend Mike Vile, because he showed me this album. Shout out Mike Vile. Thanks, Mike. Uh, uh, excellent job, Mike. Because <laughs> I showed him Gex. And he he loved Gex, and then he got back to me, you know, this year or whatever last year, and he's like, "Have you heard of underscores?" And now um, it's all I listen to. Nice, very cool. Um, I think we're ready for a Rebruski. Let's pause. Okay, let's celebrate and come back. Brb. All right, thanks for coming to the 2022 um, Rebruski Awards. Underscores, if you're in the building. Why don't you come on up? Because we're here to celebrate your achievement in the thickest dip. The what? thickest taco dip. <laughs> the thickest taco dip. <laughs> which is Congratulations. Your, which is your proverbial DAW session. <laughs> your, your Ableton is a taco dip. Your songs are a taco and dip. We just and we've been up. eating it. Yeah, we, we have, just mm. love it. We've been dipping chips That is into our favorite it. snack. Mm-hmm. And that is a thick dip. That, that is, is a thick, thick dip. How many C's? We'll go on the Srebrowski for the thick C's. Oh, oh, yeah. T H I C C C C. Four C's. Four C's. Four C's. That yeah. seems appropriate. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you to Underscores for writing this album. Thank you to you, the listener, for fucking sticking with us for another one. Uh, we are Album Brews, and we will continue being Album Brews. If you want to find us on Instagram or Twitter, we are at album brews and if you want to check out our website where we're writing freaking little blog posts where we go to concerts and then write about it that's called concert brews and it's really fun it's a good time please check it out it is a good time zach bought a round of pbrs for a band if, you can read about it yeah if you're a band uh, and you have a recent show coming up and want to be on our podcast i will buy you pbrs ethan when's your next show uh probably june okay we're gonna buy a pbrs okay uh <laughs> 
Our website is www.albumrebrews.com. A giant thank you to Cameron Bop for writing the theme song and editing the show. Fantastic job. And texting uh, me while recording. And texting him while recording. Thanks for checking nice in on your girlfriend. Check out Cameron Bop on the internet, CamBot17. He's been Twitch streaming, and that is fantastic. A giant thank you to Ethan Yearborg, uh, drummer, our first drummer of the show, of the band Splits. Check out Splits at wearesplits.com. That is also their social media tag. Ethan, anything you want to say to the folks before we sign off? Um, love your neighbor. Yeah. Be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to plug. And, uh, you know, don't judge people. They're all doing their thing. Period. Word. At this point... To close out the podcast, we're going to get very, very, very close to the mic and say, and like whisper a very tender goodbye to the listener. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a good night. I'll see you later. Oh, yeah.